Hey, it's Rochelle, and you're listening to Clumsy Theosis, a production of Catholic Answers. Welcome to the place to transform the world by transforming yourself. Jesus' message during his ministry proclaims the kingdom of heaven. Like how many times does he say, the kingdom is dawning, the kingdom is at hand, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. In Matthew's gospel, he tells us that Jesus went about all Galilee, healing every disease and every infirmity among the people, but also teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The Sermon on the Mount is the prime example. You may remember that on the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus gives us the Beatitudes. Now, the Beatitudes are requisites for the kingdom of God. If you want to be about that kingdom, then you need to get used to being poor in spirit, mourning, being meek, hungering and thirsting for righteousness, being merciful, having a pure heart, and being persecuted. Now, this is a total paradigm shift, and it used to confuse me for the longest time. When a person's ideals are shaped by the world like mine were, the Beatitudes either sound A, ridiculous, or B, they seem unrealistic or unattainable. So what would you say if I told you that the person who fell in the B category was more right than wrong, that the Beatitudes are unrealistic and unattainable? Oh, no, she didn't. Yes, I did. Why? Because on our own, they are. These requisites of the kingdom of God just are. But with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, oh, look out. The Beatitudes are made possible by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. See, you were wondering when we were going to get back to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, weren't you? Check it. The Holy Spirit was sent to give us the gifts that we require in order to live in the kingdom. You know that saying, God doesn't give you anything you can't handle? Will I give you exhibit A? St. Augustine also did some musing on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the Beatitudes. Yes, he did. And this is what he discovered, that every gift corresponds to a specific Beatitude. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are present in Isaiah in order from most excellent to most inferior. But really, they're like gifts of God. So yeah, they're pretty flippin' awesome anyways. So if you just reverse the order of these bad boys, you'll get them from most inferior to most excellent. And then they're going to line up more or less to the beatitude that they assist with. So now they'll be ordered like this. Fear of the Lord, piety, knowledge, fortitude, counsel, understanding, and wisdom. Oh, and yes, I'm aware that there are eight beatitudes and only seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. We'll get to that later. So what are we waiting for? Let's do it. The first beatitude, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, meaning those who humble themselves will be lifted up. Pray for an increase in fear of the Lord if you notice that yourself or maybe someone that you know is getting a big head or is maybe becoming a little bit too big for their bridges. This gift of the Holy Spirit reveals the awesomeness of the Lord and puts everything else into perspective. The Lord says, Those who are meek will inherit the earth in the third beatitude. That doesn't mean we have to use our inside voices. No, to be meek is to earnestly inquire into scripture and tradition, the church and her teachings, 
basically approaching the things that God has entrusted to the church from a true until proven false. Now, this is only made possible with the gift of piety. This gift is so needed today in this age of the church. Trust me, I know from personal experience. I used to dismiss all kinds of the church's teachings because they didn't fit with my worldview. Now, did I ever earnestly ask questions to get to the truth? No. In fact, I didn't ask any questions and I did not investigate at all. We all know folks like this, or you might find yourself in a position where your presuppositions are impeding or clouding your openness to the truths safeguarded by the church. You know what that means. You need to up your piety game. Ask the Holy Spirit for this gift to increase in yourself or, hey, the whole world while you're at it because we could all benefit from this. For me, once I surrendered and lowered my defenses, it was by the gift of knowledge. I saw how ignorant I was and what false gods I had made for myself. When this happened, I was living out the second beatitude. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Oh, it's not as bad as it sounds. Just think of the prodigal son. Look, the promise to those who mourn is that they will be comforter. Comforter? You can tell I want to go back to sleep. No, that they will be comforted. And I know this to be true. Maybe that's why I love the title comforter for the Holy Spirit. Something for me to meditate on further, but keeping the ball rolling. You will need the gift of fortitude if you are hungering and thirsting for righteousness. It will ensure that you will be able to persevere and continually seek joy in that which is truly good and of God. Because according to Beatitude numero cuatro, it is said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. The fifth beatitude is blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. When it comes to being merciful, we can all use as much help as we can get. Forgiveness is hard, but we want to be forgiven by our Father in heaven, so we need to figure this one out. And the gift of counsel will help us accomplish this. Counsel from an earthly source or from one in heaven. <clears throat> maybe the Holy Spirit? Just saying. Have you ever tried to discern anything? You know, figure out what God wants you to do? And sometimes you get a little obsessed and all kinds of stressed out when you feel like it's taking longer than you think it should. Now, if we were confident that we had the gift of understanding, then in these situations, we would keep our cool. The sixth beatitude, blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. You see, the hearts that see God understands his ways and where God is leading, at least in the moment. And then boom, that person right there is among the pure of heart. So ask for the gift of understanding in these moments. The gift of wisdom is considered the greatest among the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's because it helps us to become rightly ordered. Our interior life would be ordered towards God if we truly embraced the gift of wisdom. To put it another way, our passions would be subordinate to our spirit and we would be subordinate to God. Wisdom will help us achieve this peace that we find in the seventh beatitude. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. And so let's get to that eight beatitudes, seven gifts of the Holy Spirit discrepancy. 
The eighth beatitude, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, this reward, if you remember, is the same reward as from the first beatitude. That is what you call an inclusio. My best friend, Emily McFadden, gets super jazzed when she notices an inclusio, so much so that they always make me think of her. So I just want to say, hey, Em, I miss your face. When are you coming back to California? Anyways, the inclusio emphasizes the main point of Jesus's teaching. And what was that? The kingdom of God. So the moral of this story is if you want the kingdom of God, you must live out the Beatitudes. You want to live out the Beatitudes? You're going to need some help. You're going to need the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And here's my public service announcement for the day. All you baptized Catholics were given the gifts of the Holy Spirit at baptism. Once you accept that you need them and you ask for increases in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, your life will never be the same. So get excited. All right. That's all I have for you today. There's so much more that we can talk about when it comes to the Holy Spirit. There's links between the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the virtues. You know, there's the fruits of the Spirit, the spiritual gifts of the Holy Spirit. But today we went with the Beatitudes and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that's probably because in the Byzantine church throughout Lent, the great fast, we sing the Beatitudes throughout our liturgy. And so I've really been thinking about them throughout all of Lent and even through Easter And now that the Holy Spirit has, you know, come back at Pentecost, I'm realizing how much I need all of his gifts in order to live out those Beatitudes, in order to bring the kingdom. So now it's your turn. Apply the gifts of the Holy Spirit to your life, live out the Beatitudes, and transform the world by transforming yourself. It's been real. If you haven't already, subscribe to Clumsy Theosis wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have an Instagram at Clumsy Theosis. Stay on top of when new episodes are coming out or what else I might want to share with you guys. You can always email at radio at catholic.com. I'd love to hear from you. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in this week to Clumsy Theosis. Each week we explore a topic within the Catholic faith to aid listeners like yourself, as well as yours truly, in the advancement and deepening of the spiritual life and the personal ownership of our relationship with the big guy upstairs and his church. As cliche as it sounds, the world needs you. Become who you were created to be with Clumsy Theosis, the place to transform the world by transforming yourself.